1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial and I'm Patrick Teo. KPMG Malaysia's managing partner Johan Idris today told the court that he was under the impression that former Prime Minister Najib Razak was ordering him to sign off on 1MDB's 2013 financial statement. He said that Najib had made the request during a meeting with KPMG officials at his residence on December 15, 2013. The auditors did not do so and were subsequently fired. It's Thursday, April 21st, and Najib's trial resumed at the Kuala Lumpur High Court this morning. Najib is standing trial for graft involving 2.28 billion ringgit in 1MDB funds. He faces 25 charges, 4 for abuse of power and 21 for money laundering, for offences committed between 2011 and 2013. A new witness took the stand today in Najib's corruption trial. Johan, KPMG's managing partner, is the prosecution's 14th witness. He spent the day reading out of his witness statement. Recalling his meeting with Najib on December 15, 2013, Johan said Najib wanted KPMG to sign off on and close 1MDB's financial statement for the year ending March 31, 2013 by December 31, 2013. Johan, however, did not respond to Najib's demand. Deputy Public Prosecutor Deepa Naya Tevaharan asked Johan what was his perception of Najib's remark. His remarks was akin to an order, Johan responded. Johan said Najib had made the request despite 1MDB not furnishing enough documents regarding its 2.3 billion US dollar investment parked in Brazen Sky Limited. KPMG had refused to sign on the 2013 financial statement because it was not satisfied with the information provided by 1MDB's management and board regarding its investment abroad. The year's financial statement would normally be signed off by its auditors within six months or by September 2013. But this was delayed as the audit firm was still seeking information from 1MDB with regards to Brazen Sky. 1MDB had furnished reports from BSI Bank to support the investment in Brazen Sky. But Johan said it was insufficient for KPMG to come out with an appropriate audit report. Johan said he did not know the reason why 1MDB was concealing information about the assets. I also didn't know why 1MDB refused to disclose information about the underlying assets, saying it was confidential, Johan said. There were also no supporting documents presented to me at that time to show that the information is confidential, Johan added. 
Johan said he informed Najib that 1MDB was breaking the law by not providing adequate details on the investment abroad and at the same time insisting that the auditor sign off. Instead, Najib turned around and questioned the need for 1MDB to disclose confidential information and asked Johan why KPMG was doubting the existence of the assets. Johan said he explained that the auditors need evidence to complete the audit process as required under the law. Once Johan was done reading his witness statement, Najib's defence counsel, Shafi Abdullah, started the cross-examination. Shafi put it to Johan that Najib never pressured KPMG into signing off on 1MDB's account. Did he put pressure on anyone? Did he say, Johan, if you don't close the account by December 31st, you will be sacked? Shafi asked. He did say that he would like to see the accounts closed by December 31, 2013, Johan replied. He is the shareholder. He is responsible for that, Shafi said. Wouldn't a shareholder want to see his company's accounts that is long overdue closed by December 31st as requested by the board? Shafi pressed Johan. Yes, Johan replied. Shafi then circled back to the fact that Johan remained mum when Najib said he wanted to see the accounts closed by year end. I put it to you, you didn't answer because you were not convinced that management will provide the documents, Shafi said. I did not comment as I could not commit whether he could sign off by that date unless I can receive the information by that date, Johan answered. Since KPMG refused to sign off on the financial statement, it was eventually removed and replaced by Deloitte's. With that, the proceeding ended for the day. The trial will continue next month. Thank you for listening. This podcast was brought to you by the Malaysian Insight. It was written by Ravin Palanisamy and I'm Patrick Teo.